Welcome to Above Par. I'm your host, Kathy Hartwood. I show you how to take more of your talent to the golf course without practicing harder, taking more lessons, or buying new equipment. I show you how to end the frustration of underperforming so you can start playing to your potential. This is where you are going to learn how to think above par so you can play below par. Let's get to it. Hello, my friend, and welcome back to Above Par. Happy spring. I know I've been talking to so many of my friends and clients who are getting geared up for those first seasons of golf, golf season, especially in the Northeast. I know parts of the country have been playing for a while, but golf season, as far as tournaments go, are really kicking into high gear, especially about the national tournaments for sure. And there's a lot of people in the Northeast who are starting to play in some of their club events, or there might be tournaments coming up for juniors. Uh, summer tournaments. And I wanted to talk to you about your nerves and getting anxious about playing in that first tournament and how you can really prepare yourself and a couple steps I'm going to give you to help calm those nerves down. I want you to understand really what is going on because we can really get ourselves worked up before we play in that first tournament. And this is what happens. This is what our brain does. We decide we're going to play in a tournament. We signed up, we send in the application, whatever we need to do. And we're all excited about playing in the tournament. And then the time comes and we start telling ourselves this story about really, you're not ready. Um, You haven't been practicing. Your swing isn't in the right shape. You've been putting poorly. Everybody else is playing better than you. You didn't get to go down South and practice over the winter. You know, the other team is so good. If you're playing a team match, you haven't played a practice round. We start telling ourselves these stories where what we're doing is we're trying to talk ourselves out of it. This is what our brains do. I want you to be onto it. It is no different than if you signed up to do anything and you think it's a great idea in the beginning and the next thing, you know, like, Oh yeah, I don't know. I mean, even as simple as working out, right. I'm going to start my exercise program tomorrow and I'm going to be super stoked. I'm going to write down my whole plan. And then the day you wake up and you're like, your brain is like going just stay in bed, right? This was a horrible idea. Maybe next week we'll start next week. This is what our brains do. That's why you have to be onto it or we will never evolve and grow and get better and put ourselves out there because our brain is always trying to tell us to go back to bed, eat the popcorn and watch Netflix. (laughs) Just stay underneath the covers. Don't put yourself out there. Don't do it. There's so much risk. It's going to hurt. It's going to emotionally hurt. In the caveman days, it was getting eaten by a tiger. We don't have that stress right now. Now it's emotional pain. This is going to be, it's going to be uncomfortable you're going to, you might embarrass yourself. You might fail. Go back to bed, right? So be on to your brain. This is what's happening. When you find yourself before a tournament, getting nervous and worked up and anxious, it's totally normal. Nothing has gone wrong, but I am going to give you five steps that you can use to help calm down your nerves and quiet your brain and really get to the root of what is going on. Really, if we don't know how to manage our minds, our thoughts on what's going on up there, then we become at the effect of them, right? So your brain will go cray cray. I liken it (laughs) cray cray. Oh, that's like, that might be like 10 years old that's saying, but it's, I liken it to like shaking a hamster cage. Cause I tell the story that I had hamsters when I was growing up, totally (laughs) not recommended. There's like a lot of gory things happen in a hamster cage but sometimes they're all sleeping and then sometimes they get rattled, right? And they're all kind of going crazy in the cage. This is what we do to our thoughts. It's like shaking a hamster cage, 
right? You get them all going a little crazy and there's a lot of thoughts going on at one time and we need to quiet the cage down. We shake it because we have this a tournament coming up, right? And we kind of rattle it and get all the, all the commotion going on in our brain. So these are the things that you want to do. You want to be onto yourself that you're telling yourself a story. And the more you tell the story and you keep it inside of your noggin, the bigger the story gets. You might notice this with other things in your life, right? When we get maybe upset about somebody at work or in the family, and we start telling and regurgitating the story over and over in our head, it has a tendency to grow and get bigger and bigger. I want you to tell the story that you're telling yourself, write it down about your tournament coming up or your event. It might look something like this. I haven't practiced enough. I'm not ready. Everybody else has played more than I have. I haven't played a practice round. I don't know the golf course that other team or those opponents are really good. I'm not that good. I don't play well in cold weather, right? Maybe this was a bad idea, right? <laughs> and you, who knows, you might start feeling like your hamstrings are really tight, right? <laughs> it's amazing what our brain will do to try and talk us out of it. I want you to write down that story. Right, write it all down on a piece of paper. You want to get, you can't read the label from inside a bottle. So you want to get it out and you'll see it. And sometimes you look at it and go, really? Right. So just kind of like with my grandmother, where she created a lot of the story or teenage girls, right? I had three girls, three teenagers at the same time, right? The stories they start creating in their heads, right? About the drama that's going on. And this isn't just a female or male thing. I have plenty of male clients who have plenty of drama too right? We, we create this in our heads unless we get it out and take a look at it, right? It just, the story gets bigger and bigger. So once the story is down on a piece of paper, what I want you to do, go through is I want you to cherry pick out the phrases, not the compound sentences, not the paragraphs, just the phrases. I kind of told you some phrases. And when you, when you dump your brain out onto a piece of paper, sometimes it might go like I mentioned, I haven't practiced enough the other team is better than I am. I don't play well in the rain. I wonder what I'm going to have for lunch. What am I going to wear? Like, this is what our brain does. It kind of goes all over the place. Squirrel, right? There's just like all these different thoughts going on. Take out the ones that seem important. And that is just a phrase. Then you're going to cherry pick out the ones that serve you and don't serve you. Some are going to be pretty good. You're like, I like that thought that I'm excited to play that I've been hitting it pretty good. I feel like I'm in good shape right? Whatever they are, those thoughts might be in there as well. Keep them right. Those work because those feel good. And you want to have thoughts that feel good because good thoughts, remember our thoughts, create our emotions. You want to have some positive motion going into playing. If you're nervous, right? You're not going to show up with your best game. If you feel pressure, right? You're totally not going to make your best swings on the golf course. So you want to keep the ones that feel positive and feel good, have a positive energy to them. The other ones that don't feel so great, that feel full of pressure, right? So if you have, you might in there say, I feel a lot of pressure. I'm nervous. I have stress. That's an emotion. So what's the thought that creates that? If you, if it's in there, try and identify it. You know, if a thought is good or bad or works for you or doesn't work for you by how it feels. So say it out loud separately in your head, right? I haven't practiced enough. Does that feel good? Not so much, right? So I'm going to get rid of that one. I'd rather just let that one go. That's the easiest thing to do. That's step three. Let go of the ones that you can let go. Now, this is the problem. <laughs> Sometimes they're not so easy to let go, right? Our brain likes to hang on to them. 
So a thought that might be easy to let go is like, I just don't know what I'm going to wear. And this is really stressful. I don't have any clothes. And you're like going, okay, that's a, that's a silly thought. I can totally find clothes. I can let that one go. It's not really very deeply ingrained in um, your brain. The one I haven't practiced enough, you might be clinging to or hanging on to a little bit more. It's harder to let go. So then I want you to ask questions, quality questions. That's step four. So step four is I want you to ask yourself if those thoughts that are written down, are they true? So you want to decipher out between what is a fact and what is the drama. So imagine your teenage girls <laughs> or you're a teenage girl listening to this and you're coming home and you're telling this story with all these flowery adjectives and so much drama. And when we cut to the chase, right, what is the fact, right? The fact might be like, she said words and he said words, and that could be the whole fact of the story. The rest of it is drama. Decide what is true and what is drama, right? The truth is you're going to play in a tournament. The truth is the weather is X, Y, Z, right? The drama is I'm not going to play well because I haven't practiced five days in a row. That's drama. That's a story. That's a thought that's optional, right? So decide between the two. If you can't tell, because I promise you, your brain thinks all of it's true, right? Just like picturing the picture in the teenage kids talking, they think it's all true and super important and life-changing and life-altering, right? When a lot of it is just drama. Even though this isn't, uh, even though I'm exaggerating a little bit here, but this is similar to what we do in our heads when we get upset and nervous and anxious about golf. So ask yourself, is it true? Would 7 billion people on the planet agree that you won't play well because you haven't practiced five days in a row? I'm going to say, no, I'm going to say that is not true. We cannot prove that in a court of law. So decide out what is fact and what is the drama. If you're if you still believe it, then I want you to ask yourself, so what? So what being, what are you making it mean? So for instance, you haven't practiced in three days. So what? Answer that question. What's the answer to that? The answer is probably like, well, I don't feel ready. So what? Ask it again. Well, I might play bad. So what? Well, I don't want to embarrass myself. Listen, the truth be told, we're all getting down to emotion. It is going to get down to an emotion that you want to avoid. In the beginning, you signed up because it was an emotion you wanted to have, right? Excited. You wanted the experience. It's going to be fun. Now, when we get closer to it, we're talking ourselves out of it because it's an emotion we don't want to experience. We don't want to be disappointed. We don't want to be embarrassed. We don't want to beat ourselves up. We don't want to feel like we failed. We don't want to feel like we're not ready. So just keep asking yourself the questions. You're really getting down to an emotion. You're trying to avoid feeling the truth be told. Then what I want you to do, if you still have some thoughts that you can't really shake, right, that are, you're really clinging on to, which happens, right? So for instance, if I keep going back to the practice one, like I haven't practiced enough, therefore I'm going to play poorly is your thought. <laughs> Maybe not that properly in English, but, but you might sit there and say, I haven't played very much. And I feel like I'm going to play bad. What I want you to do is add a softener to it. So you're, what you're going to do is you're going to take that phrase. This is your step five. Sorry. You're going to take that phrase and you're going to add a softener such as something that your brain can believe, but is also true. So for instance, that might be sometimes I play well when I don't practice all the time. 
sometimes I play well in the rain. It's possible we can beat that other team, right? You can add sometimes it's possible something that your brain also believes is true, right? It might believe the other one right now and you can't shake it where you you feel like you need to practice more to play well, but it's also possible and also believable that I can play well when I don't practice every single day. It's possible I'm as ready as the next person. It's, as, it's possible I can play well without a practice round. I've done it before. Sometimes I hit good golf shots when I don't practice well. Add a softener to it because your brain can believe it. And when your brain can believe it, you're going to be able to show up and make better swings. When you're questioning all of it, when you have a lot of mental drama going on, you're going to be uptight. You're not going to make your best swings. You're going to be short and fast. Your tempo is going to be off. You're not going to be focused, right? You're going to be stuck in the back of your brain with those hamsters. And it's not nice back there. (laughs) You want to get out of the cage, right? So add a softener to it. Show up with some thoughts that are going to serve you. Calm your nerves down, right? Calm all the excitement, quiet that cage down, and then go out and show up with the talent that you have at this given moment in time. Anybody can beat anybody on any given day. It's a thought my dad gave me when I was very young, and it's so true. And I'm sure you've experienced this before. So those are your five steps. When you feel like your nerves are getting a little out of hand about an upcoming event, it could be the first of the season that you have coming on right now, or it could be something that's later in the year that's important to you. Step one, write your story down, write your little teenage story down that you got going in your brain. Cherry pick out all the separate out all the thoughts from the facts and cherry pick out the ones that serve you and don't serve you. See if you can let go. Step three is let go of the ones that don't serve you. If they're a little sticky and they want to hang on, then ask yourself some questions. Is it really true? And so what, what am I making it mean? And then add a softener to it. It's possible that I can still play well under these conditions, right? It's possible. I play well in the rain, in the cold, (laughs) in that spring Northeast golf, (laughs) not my favorite, I must say. So anyway, I hope that helped. I hope you have an amazing first couple events of the year, amazing tournaments, try and use these five steps to calm those nerves down. You got this. I'll talk to you next week. So if you're interested in taking this work a little bit deeper, you are always welcome to work with me one-on-one or join my masterclass at masteryourgolfbrain.com and you can get started today. See you there.